The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. There's some tension in it, and inherently there's an urge to do something. And so that's why sometimes people use the word, I've got a charge on something. You know, I've got energy on something. Um, I don't know how many of you have um, relatives that uh, almost invariably they say something, it just kind of triggers something. It's like that charge is there. And uh, so that the, the process of getting hooked is something comes up in our experience which we either are drawn to or drawn away from it, and we get a charge there around that, that whatever it is, you know, towards or away from it. And it's a feeling of, um, for most of us, we feel like there's this wanting to do something. And sometimes, for instance, in meditation, that wanting to do something, uh, for instance, we get hooked in our thoughts. We cling to an idea. Let's say you're sitting there watching the breath, and, um, you know, a thought comes up about, you know, some project at work. And, you know, you've devoted your time to watching the breath. But, boy, that thought about work says, oh, that's a really interesting thought or an important thought. And very quickly you're just hooked on it, you know. And thinking is doing something. You know, so you just actively think about something. Um, so the first step to uh, working with clinging is to recognize when you're doing it. You know, so when you've been meditating here, you know, ev- when you've gotten lost in your thoughts, are you aware that what you've done is clinging? Um, you know, sometimes we think about uh, that the purpose of meditation uh, might be to get calm, to have a calm mind, to be at ease. But on a much deeper level, the purpose of meditation is to let go of clinging. Because it's clinging that causes the agitation. So actually seeing the clinging process itself as we do it is, is part of um, you know, releasing ourselves from that clinging. Uh, if we're not aware that we're clinging, we usually follow the urge. You know, we have those hair-trigger reactions uh, where we act on something very quickly. Um, so clinging is the primary habit of mind that meditation addresses. The Buddha said um, there were four kinds of clinging. Um, the first clinging, first kind of clinging, is the clinging to sensual pleasures. Um, that's uh, how many of you in the in the meditation today have found any clinging to sensual pleasures? Okay, so most of us, you know, it's a little too hot, a little too cold, my back doesn't feel quite comfortable enough. There's like all these little things, you know, uh, there's too much noise, there's... um, So all the different various things of sensual pleasures. Uh, They happen all day long. And, um, you know, I remember... um, And we can do it regarding material objects, that's part of it too... Um, you know, we see a painting, you know, oh, that's beautiful, but instead of just appreciating the beauty, we want it. Where can I buy it, you know? Um, I remember um, I was actually in, um, uh, at a sitting just like this one, you know, uh, about uh, 15 years ago, and we had just bought a new car. And we came out from the meditation, very peaceful, and somebody had keyed our car, a brand new car. 
you know, and I just remember, you know, just that feeling of, um, you know, of clinging in that moment, you know, that, you know, it shouldn't have happened. And, uh, and my husband said, you know, I think anytime you buy a new car, you should pre-key it. <laughs> just get it over with, you know. Um, but it's, it's something we're, uh, you know, very, very familiar with. Um, the other kind of clinging that causes us a lot of suffering is clinging to views, to our ideas, um, or ideas of how things should be. Um, you know, maybe, um, you know, what's happening with the government, what's happening with the environment, um, you know, what's happening at work. You know, take, you know, take your pick. There's always something that, sh- that we think should be different than it is. Um, uh, a lot of us create a lot of suffering in our own lives by clinging to being right, uh, especially with the people who we're intimately involved with. Um, you know, so many of the arguments that we get into are because we want to be right. Um, status is something people, we cling to. You know, um, my job isn't good enough. Um, you know, or just the idea that I'm important, you know, oh, I'm, I'm very important, or the idea that I'm very worthless. All th- those are both clinging to status. It might be status in a negative way, but it's still clinging to status. So that's all part of, you know, clinging to view, to the way we, um, the way we perceive the world. Um, you know, self-righteousness, you know, this shouldn't be this way. Um, the other, so, so those are the m- more common forms of um, clinging that we see very obviously. Um, sensual pleasures, um, clinging to views, or, you know, another clinging to views, this meditation should be better. You know, how many of you experienced that? You know, I'm not calm enough. That's clinging, right. That's clinging to view. You know, and often when we have those thoughts and that, that kind of feeling of unhappiness, we don't even realize we're clinging. You know, so if you catch yourself going, oh, my meditation should be calmer. You know, I shouldn't be um, lost again. You know, notice that. If, you know, um, how does that feel, that, that grasping, that, that sticking, that urge for things to be different? Um, so the, the third uh, form of clinging that the Buddha talked about was clinging to rules and ritual. Um, and this is the right way to do this. A lot of people get into a lot of uh, conflict over that. And where they mistake, the, for instance, med- meditating every day, I think it's a wonderful ritual. Uh, it's a practice. It's something that, that nourishes me tremendously, and over the years has great benefit. But it, sometimes people mistake the things that help them uh, for the experience of the freedom it brings them. And, um, you know, and they get attached to the, uh, oh, my God, my day is ruined, I didn't meditate. Um, or, uh, or they get sick and they, and they can't meditate. And all of a sudden they feel lost uh, because they, they mistake the actual meditation for the freedom of mind that meditation nurtures. Um, and in the fourth type of clinging that the Buddha talked about is clinging to the per- belief in personality, the belief in self, that, that we are somehow this solid entity that's me. Um, 
And without going into, uh, you know, there are books about this thick written about, you know, what it is to be free of self, whether there's a self or no self. So it's not something I want to address in, 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 in any very deep way, but, you know, the Buddha never said there is a self or there isn't a self. He just said that when you look, you can't pinpoint it. You can't find a self that you can say, this is me. And one of the things that causes a lot of suffering in our lives is the moment that we take any experience and we go, this is happening to me. We take it personally. So that's a, uh, the kind of clinging that causes us a lot of suffering. For instance, um, if somebody is rude to us, you know, it's their problem. But, you know, we can say, ah, it's me that they're being rude to. And we're clinging to that sense of this is me it's happening to. And that creates the suffering. Um, the Buddha said, uh, whatever is not yours, let go of it. Your letting go of it will be for your long-term happiness and benefit. And what's not yours? Form is not yours. That's the body and stuff. Feeling is not yours. Feelings come and go. They're not who you are. Perception is not yours. Fabrications or mental formations are not yours. Your thoughts. Consciousness is not yours. Let go of all of it. Your letting go of it will be for your long-term happiness and benefit. Um, so one other thing I want to say about clinging is, um, you know, there's a dormant or latent clinging. You know, and that's the clinging that's under the surface, that's ready to pop up. And one of the things that happens with meditation practice is that um, we become more aware of being able to see that dormant clinging. So, for instance, so when you're... Um, spouse just says just the wrong thing that normally gets you really pissed off, um, as we meditate, those kind of uh, latent clingings start uh, becoming seen. And so they can be um, moved through us instead of uh, always ready under the surface to blow up. Um, So the easiest way of working with clinging is to actually see it as it's happening when we meditate. Every time we come back to the breath, we practice letting go of clinging. Um, Sometimes when we have very strong emotional reactions, uh, for instance, I remember feeling very, very resentful over somebody who had uh, caused me a lot of harm. And I go, okay, I feel it. I felt it really well. I want to let go of it. It's still there, you know. So, you know, so what do you do with that, with that clinging that, that is so established, so strong, you know? And so the instruction in that is to incline the mind to let go of it. Just be patient with it. It doesn't have to be released today. You know, the habit of clinging is a lifetime habit. And just like, you know, if you want to stop uh, biting your fingernails, if that's a lifetime habit, it somehow doesn't happen instantly, it happens over a period of time. And same thing with such an insidious habit as the habit of clinging. It's enough to incline the mind in that direction. Um, so I'd like to invite you to consider um, spending a day looking at your mind 
throughout your day and just ask yourself the question, am I clinging? If you're driving the car, you're trying to get somewhere, is your mind going, are we there yet? You know, or um, if you're um, you know, surfing on the internet, you know, is there this feeling of, of tightness, of clinging? What's next? What's next? You know, is that showing up? Or if you're channel surfing or, you know, listening to the radio, are you, is there an anxiety, a clinging of what's next? What's next? Uh, so just ask yourself the question, uh, is there clinging right at this moment? Can I let go of it? Is there clinging? Can I let go of it? And just last, I want to just finish with the, uh, one of my favorite reminders from Joseph Goldstein. He said, nothing whatsoever is to be clung to as me or mine. So, thank you.